Buongiorno, everyone. Buongiorno, Bonnie. Buongiorno, Jackie. And welcome to episode 15 of Sakura Popcast, where your K-drama musings come to life. You can also check out uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and any other podcast medium you use to listen to this podcast. Wow, we are episode 15 already. Wow, time flies. Fabulous. Fabulous. How in the world are you, Bonnie? I am all right. How are you? I'm doing well, too. I've been trying to brush up a little bit of Italiano these past uh, few days. Um, I haven't really gotten anywhere so far. (laughs) It's hard Mm -hmm. to just pick up and learn because I'm not listening to it enough. I just hear these phrases that Vincenzo says from time to time. And I put it into my translator device and it spits something out at me that does not sound like what he just said. <laughs> so more fine tuning is necessary. It's probably due to uh, Netflix's uh, translation that does not hit quite right. But in any case, we are now um, at episode seven and eight. We now finally have some lawyering, real, you know, book-based courtroom stuff. Maybe not so real because they <laughs> called two surprise witnesses. Yeah, and just which is not a thing that, in real life. Yeah. Yeah, evidence has to be presented to the judge beforehand as <laughs> exhibits, like exhibit A, exhibit B. Um, and then at that time, like it has to, that evidence has to be validated through the judicial system first before, uh, you know, before being able to make any sort of decisions on it. So having surprise witnesses and uh, being able to, just show up with surprise evidence doesn't really happen in real life no but none of these shows would you know occur if if they had to follow that rule that's true yep and it is because of these surprises that allows our protagonist to counterattack mm-hmm. most effectively yeah, so what, how did you feel about those two surprise witnesses? Ooh, the courtroom battle was very fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a nice setup. I feel like Vincenzo does a lot of baiting. You know, he, he, he digs up people's personal background and history mm-hmm. uh, outside of the realm of regular law practice. <laughs> his usual mafia ways in action and he takes advantage of them to the full extent it punishes bad people for the things that for the bad things they do regardless is if it's personal or if it's inside the work working life um and he can turns around and twist the knife in other in the other direction at his at bad bull very cunning. Yeah, and that's what I kind of admire about him is the fact that he's so resourceful, right? Yeah, imagine making yourself the bait 
Yeah. And uh, you know, getting arrested for beating a beating up a whole bunch of guys in a restaurant, and then coming forward, uh, admitting that you did that, but at the same time using that opportunity to present new evidence and confound the judge and convince the you know, the uh, the rest of the audience the corrupt practices of Babel. Mm-hmm. That was very smart of him. I like that. Yeah. He has a very able partner to help him as well. Yeah. Although, if I have to be nitpicky, he is a lawyer and, you know, the fact that he had to get arrested and stuff, I don't know how that would affect him in terms of his professional designation and rep. <laughs> reputation and all you know what I mean like if you really right. think about it is that really a smart move? from the bar for a while kind of thing <laughs> yeah even though he's an Italian lawyer so he's an advisor still. though in this in the, in uh, the capacity. yeah so there's all that conflict of interest and I don't know it's you we just can't think too hard about it because yeah, it doesn't make right. sense <laughs> yeah suspend your belief about everything that you thought you knew about lawyers and court practices, none of that really applies. No, just enjoy it for yeah. entertainment purposes, basically. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is, uh, it, it this must be this probably like a high court in somewhere in Korea, and they've got three judges sitting on a panel, and there's no jury. It's just the judges, the defendants, the uh, prosecution. I think well, it's because it's uh, this is this is civil liability. Yeah, it's civil it's law. civil, so I don't think you get juries for that, right? Ah, okay. Because right. it's not a criminal case. Of course, yes. Got it. So it's the it's the complainant and the defendant. Yes. Very good, Bonnie. <laughs> That's all I know. Or maybe I'm just making that up. Who knows? I'm not a lawyer. Full disclosure. So we had Vincenzo as a first surprise witness, but it's the really the second surprise witness that wins the day for them. For sure. Vin- Vincenzo started it, like he just kick-started it off, but yep. it wouldn't have given them the win right there and then. Yeah, yeah. so they, they pulled uh, the wife of the very corrupt and dishonorable doctor up to be a surprise witness, and she dished it all out. And none of her the evidence, like the her emails and and stuff um none of that was refuted so it's great it all went well for them Mm -hmm. so it's it's to show that even though the judge was was bribed he doesn't have a choice in this case i guess yeah because there would be a public outcry Mm -hmm. so that's that's good yeah when something is so irrefutable you know you can't you can't if you if you did anything to try to deny it uh then you would be probably placed in the crosshairs very soon by the rest of the korean population yeah it would be too obvious 
Yeah, as a judge, you don't want that. Right. So mm-hmm. that was amazing. I like that scene. Mm-hmm. And it gives uh, Vincenzo another opportunity to use his art of seduction <laughs> to win the female favor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. What? Even when he said cheers to your beautiful eyes. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like I don't want him to be just using his beauty to get places. <laughs> he's he's got to use every weapon and every tool <laughs> in the arsenal. Yeah. That's his thing. Like you said, he's resourceful. He's resourceful. Um, But, you know, on the other hand, if he was a female, then people would be like, oh, you know, the feminists would be like, oh, you know, why are we treating females just for their beauty and blah, blah, blah. And I think in this case, you can say that about him too. It's like, why does it always boil down to him and people's attraction to him? Why can't it be because of his smarts and other things? So I think they can tone down on it. I'm okay with them using it once in a while, but um, that's my opinion. Oh, this is just episode seven. <laughs> yeah. T- well, there's more. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. And I think he uses his looks and his charm as a way to get attention, you know, get the other person's ear. Get them to listen to you first and then present their tangible advantages to bring that person to your side. So the looks and his, uh, his mannerisms only serve to hook somebody in like a good movie does. You know, once you're hooked in, like you buy into everything else. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like the first impression. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Im- imagine if he sent his legal secretary to make that first impression. It doesn't matter how good of an argument that you've got. That lady isn't going to be convinced. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. the charisma too, I guess. That's right. Charisma, looks, it can do wonders. And flattering. Mm-hmm. That can do a lot too. I do like, you know, the setting which where where that all took place um, when Vincenzo approached the surprise witness that he's trying to convince to come onto his side. Uh, th- I think this show does culture really well, like presents, you know, Italian and overall just general Europeanness and working that in there. Mm-hmm. And so they were looking at this French oil painting. That's really well known. I mean, anybody who's anybody, most people would have seen this painting some at some point of their lives. Uh, it's a painting called Liberty Leading the People by French artist Eugène Delacroix, painted in 1830. And it's got this big historical background to it. Um, the it's, It depicts as... Uh, as a spotlighted person personification of liberty and uh, it was done kind of around the time when the french revolution happened and it's been a few decades have passed and then napoleon came in napoleon was booted out and uh, 
they're trying to reboot the French monarchy. So they actually tried to reboot the French monarchy a couple times. It just never took. Hmm. Some bad decisions were made. The country's still really divided about you know, what, what they believe in should be the foundation of their society. Um, and yeah, this, this painting seems to kind of speak to all that. So I do respect that they've worked um, some historical and cultural aspects about uh, French history into the show. It's an, it's just a neat nod. And because I am a total European history buff, I pay a lot of attention to these, to these little <laughs> details. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely put more significance into that painting than I did. <laughs> so. You don't Coldplay, right, Bonnie? Yeah. Uh, this painting was used on the cover of uh, their one of their albums. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's oh. um, and it ties into that their song that they're really famous for, "Vive." Oh, it's like I used to rule the world. Yeah, yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. Yeah, and if you listen to the lyrics. And you'll see how, you know, how they kind of, how the painting and the lyrics go hand in hand. It's all about change, about revolutionizing things, about finding your values, hmm. inspiring stuff. We finally have the real win that you wanted all this time. Yes. Like last episode, um, you asked, well, okay. So the warehouse has been burned down, but what of all of the people who suffered from Babel's machinations? What about our victims, mm -hmm. our victims' families? Like they took this drug and it caused them a great deal of harm. Did they get anything from it aside from some vindication that you stuck it to Babel Corporation? And in this episode, we did. Yeah, so that felt good. Yeah. Yes, tell us what, what, uh, what happened with these victims. What did they get out of uh, this hearing? I thought they just, they got compensation and, and an apology, right? Yep. Was there something else? Nope. <laughs> I don't remember. But, well, I, actually, it's been two okay, weeks yeah. since I watched it. <laughs> okay, I, no, you're, you're, there is something else. So there is the tangible compensation. And of course, that's really important. But Babel is officially apologizing. Right. Formally admitting to the rest of the world that they did wrong. Yeah. That is a big deal. Yeah, for sure. And their shares like took a nosedive. And none yeah. of the banks would lend to them. So that kicks off episode eight. We have more, more comedy and more chances for Vincenzo to show off his seduction prowess. Yeah, so more seduction, which again, funny, but maybe yeah, overused. It's, it's overdone. Yeah. But it, it was hilarious. 
I'm glad they didn't play out that gag for too long. It yeah. only lasted one whole episode, which is long enough. Mm-hmm. It was very funny. I mean, sensitivities aside, because I can feel that some people would might think that, you know, that episode 8 hits a really wrong note. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's a little bit homophobic. I'm just going to say it. I feel... Yeah, it plays up the flamboyancy very loudly. And not only that, it's the fact that he was so against it and so, like, creeped out by it. I think, you know, if it was a female he had to seduce, he wouldn't have as much of a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how I felt. So I felt a little uncomfortable watching it because of that. The fact that, you know, maybe they didn't handle it super well from, like, a from a diversity point of view. I'm sure they offended a whole mass of people. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, you know, Korean society really isn't openly accepting. Uh, the LGBT community don't have the same rights. But I, So I really did have to push all of my feelings about that aside in order to enjoy this episode, which I was adamant on doing. I want to enjoy the show. Yeah, there are lots of twists and turns. I give them that. When he aims to achieve something, he really pulls out all the stops. Yeah, I think it really gave him a boost when the um, when his suitor admitted to framing his mom. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, "All right, I'm in. I'm doing this." You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was hoping. That he would, like, at the end of the day, he was still able to get to what he wanted in terms of for the case. But I was hoping that there would be a little bit more. Maybe I'm greedy. I was hoping that he would be able to use that against them for his mom's case, too. I I was expecting the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know why he couldn't. I wonder, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, he could have taken it a step further and helped his mom's case. Maybe. That's right. Hmm. I suppose that's just the way the cookie crumbled. Mm-hmm. He didn't go for it. Maybe he didn't think he'd be successful. Maybe he didn't think it was worthwhile because, you know, what's really, what what's he going to gain out of it, really? Like, he wanted Babel. Both him and Cha Young, and mm-hmm. Babel's are top priority. Everything else is uh, is secondary. Right. Yep. Yeah, he's he's probably struggling with those feelings right now, uh, and uh, the evidence would be hard to come by. Although knowing Vincenzo, yeah, yeah, he could have pulled it off if he really had his mind on it. That is what we call a plot hole. Mm-hmm. It just went into a black hole somewhere and won't be brought up for who knows how how long. His mom doesn't have very long, so yeah. I really wonder how they will be wrapping that up. I don't think it would be a good ending. Yeah, it seems like the whole... Uh, so every every couple episodes, they are fighting a new sprung up branch of an enemy Mm -hmm. so for example uh they started out with 
and like Babel's kind of middle managements or lower managements who mm-hmm. are just trying to bulldoze the plaza. Right. And he took care of those guys by digging into their personal backgrounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he took care of them. And then the prosecutor. Um, and now the bank that's corrupt and was going to collude with Babel. It, there's, all, there's like this open and shut case in every couple episodes or so. That's Which I, it's good. I like that. Because yeah, I, I like don't that. like it when it's too, like, when there's too much, um, like, too much tension for too long. You need some forms of relief once in a while, right? Yep, that's right. You need fresh faces mm-hmm. to get into the brawl. New people for Vincenzo to manipulate. <laughs> <laughs> to show <laughs> off to his punish. Skills. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes, because there that's are... That's what makes the show interesting. But yeah, there are lots of um, corrupt institutions. Oh yeah, um, we uh, we said last episode. This includes the whole like judicial system, the judges, the prosecutors, but also um, regular members of society. Like you've got reporters, um, other professions. Uh, you have cops, and who knows what else. Mm-hmm. Like, are gas station attendants and delivery boys <laughs> going to be under Babel's thumb as well? Who knows? How, how, how webbed are your connections and how far does it spread, I wonder? I'm sure we'll see more. Like you said, it's only episode seven. Eight. Or eight, sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're getting there. Loose ends are starting to get tied up. Mm-hmm. When doors closes, new doors open. Mm-hmm. Now, how about our budding romance between Cha Young and Vincenzo? So, I still stand at where we were at last time. Well, given I haven't watched any more episodes, <laughs> uh, and I think this time at least I won't be able. To, I mean, I won't spoil it. But you know, they had that whole scene about him talking about how he is not supposed to love or whatever when they were in the coffee shop. It's hard to figure out if he meant that for himself. Do people mm-hmm. say these things thinking it's meant for themselves? Or is it a more like a commentary about people in general, about bad guys in general? So you think that he's pointing to himself when he says that? I think he's pointing to his belief when he said that. So, right. and then Cha Young, yeah. she parried and asked him pointedly the question, like, "Does this apply to you too? Can you love?" Mm-hmm. And I forgot what he said. He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. Yeah. Nope. He just, you know, smiled, that cute little smile, and continued sipping his coffee. <laughs> Yeah, so I think... She's curious. Very curious. She is curious. About- yeah, it's obvious she's interested in him at this point because every time he talks about leaving, you can see that she's sad. Mm-hmm. She covers it up very well, but yes, yeah. the, the sadness in, is there. Mm-hmm. And the 
not really wanting to him, him to leave, she is slowly but surely falling for him. Just like the rest of the world. <laughs> and everyone else in this show, apparently. How could you not? <laughs> it's true. Um, but I get, I get the sense that Cha Yong, she is recognizing her feelings. Like she's a very intelligent woman. Mm -hmm. She knows she likes somebody when she likes them. But she's also restraining herself. Because she knows where her priorities lie. And for somebody who's been a career woman all her life, uh, I get the sense that um, she would rather not confuse matters at the moment. So she's keeping her feelings mm -hmm. in check. Yeah, I mean, they have priorities right now. And like we talked about last time, we, we, we don't want romance to be at the forefront for them. Um, because it makes the show less interesting, right? We want it to be more yep, about the right. case, about Babel, yeah, about fighting justice for justice, etc. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's about uh, all of that, everything that you just said, Bonnie. And mm -hmm. uh, the central theme in the show is not romance. Right. Yep. Which I'm okay with. Yep, me too. I'm happy with that. It's, mm -hmm. it's fun this way. Mm -hmm. It's fun. More lawyering. Yep. If, if, we, if there is actual lawyering. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> that is. <laughs> A lot of it is like, you know, threatening, bribing, yeah. stabbing people in the back. Sending private detectives after them, beating people up. <laughs> but you know, even the second hearing, I was going to say, they still made it kind of ridiculous at the end. You know how she was like, the witness was hitting her husband. I'm pretty sure oh, you're yeah. not supposed to do that. <laughs> I love that. It always ends in chaos. Yeah, no it's how like. How serious <laughs> the scene is. It's so good. It's so legit. And then, okay. <laughs> Ridiculous again. Yes, let's just let people's feelings vent, regardless <laughs> of it's appropriate or not for the situation. Yeah. Hilarious. And that's, it's the same with the hospital scene. It was so serious and sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, just come closer. Come closer. I have something to tell you. And she takes his head and gives him a good shake off. <laughs> And then the other girl pulls off his hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. She decided to, you know, join in into the fray. Oh, man. And that's us. I really like the show for being able to hit that balance of drama, seriousness, and comedy. Yeah. It's very rare, and it's a delicate balance to hit. Difficult to achieve, but they've done it in this sort of gaggish way but yeah um it doesn't put you off at all yeah yeah it's fun a lot time. of fun for sure mm -hmm. so in every serious scene you know the tension can be broken yeah in the most unexpected way <laughs> but always okay. in the most satisfying way <laughs> exactly so that's fine yes. even though yeah. they're not like 
true true winners yet at least you get these little reliefs right mm-hmm. i tell you every time that uh, song joongi models in a new suit and i say model because he comes out strutting like mm-hmm. a runway model it's mm-hmm. fabulous <laughs> what a feast on the eyes like when for he the was fans. on horseback <laughs> yeah for the fans oh i liked his outfit that scene oh yeah with his scarf yes just kind of billowing behind him Mm-hmm. And his hair, his hairstyle, I liked his hairstyle there more. Mm-hmm. It was down instead of gelled up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Kind of you shed that uh, professional image. Mm-hmm. And he looked and younger. And you more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Anytime he shows up, like, in new clothes, it's, you know, that, you could just paste that onto... Double page advertisement of Vogue. <laughs> it will look totally in place. So how about our villains? Uh, Jungwoo. He is as unconvincing a villain <laughs> as ever. Yes. He's, as always. He's rather... He can go pretty mental. Taking his golf club on... on you know, smashing it against the car, his very expensive car. And is like that his car? People, I think it's a company's car. Regardless, it's a nice car. <laughs> oh, I don't think he cares. What kind of person <laughs> would do that? Honestly. I don't think he cares. I think he was just angry and he can't control his emotions. And that just shows what kind of a person he is, right? He does things that are very un, like irrational. And just out of um, anger. But at the end of the day, he doesn't really have the tact or the intelligence behind it. He seems to keep saying that he does. He's going to win. Yeah. Whatever means necessary. It's not happening so far. But he seems pretty convinced in, in his own ability. Well, he has no abilities. He's using other people with his money. So I'm not convinced. That he has any ability above these people. I was impressed by the by the Busan lawyer with her resourcefulness mm-hmm. yes, during true. the bank signing scene. I was like, "Yes, go, you go." Even though she's like the bad guy, but I was like, "Okay, at least I respect you for having yep, the resources right. to do that." Right? It's a bit more tête-à-tête. Yeah, with, uh, Vincenzo's strategies. Exactly. And he, he respects her too because he sent her that little message. Junwoo, he's, kind of, he's, he's really an observer Yeah. Um, for a villain of his status. He's still mainly an observer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it bothers me that he killed his dad out of spitefulness. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy is uh, the definition of a psychopath. He lacks empathy for others. He's uh, reckless. You know, he'll harm people. He uses people as more like pawns and tools and objects. He fails to really have a human side. Yeah, so he's not remorseful in terms of what he did. And he is obviously 
I think that scene with his dad shows that he's able to do things that are very cold blooded. Um, oh, yeah. Which is scary for a villain because you can see that, you know, there's no turning back. You know, he could do anything. There's no limits to what he can do. If he can kill his dad, he can do anything, right? So, yeah. like what we ta- were talking about last time with Cha Young, yeah, sure, if he has feelings for her, great. But I doubt that that's going to be helpful for her at the end of the day like if yeah. he can hurt his dad he can hurt her too yeah yes i fear where this is gonna go mm-hmm. although he seems to only be able to hurt people if they're already in a vulnerable position mm-hmm. so as long as the uh, uh vincenzo and cha young protect each other well then it won't give him any opportunities to take advantage of uh vulnerability of any cracks in their armor yeah can have it's, no it's really hard to do though because <laughs> everyone has vulnerabilities right so let's see how this goes that, i bet you know our listeners who yeah. may be ahead of us they're just thinking oh you don't know You'll you you have no idea what's coming up next yeah <laughs> so that i'm fearful for <laughs> <laughs> hey we're happy to be surprised that's true I've been constantly surprised so far. So, Mm -hmm. what's with the gun? Our younger Babel son now has procured himself Mm -hmm. a weapon. What was like? What's he gonna do with us? I'm pretty sure it's illegal in for the in the most case to like casually own a handgun in Korea, and it's definitely not easy to obtain. Um, like what's his motive because firepower really hasn't been a big uh, a part in the strategy so far did he just get it for kicks <laughs> to feel good about himself i am sure that's gonna be a key thing that's in a you know key plot device and i'm starting to feel really bad for him this guy has been traumatized basically he saw his brother kill his dad he grew up, you know, as a puppet for his brother without any control of his life. And, you know, the scene where he loads up the gun and like tries to shoot the driver for fun and then laughs. I was like, this guy's breaking. He, he's going to do something. He's going to turn into his older brother. Yeah. But against who, you know, like yeah. you said last time, if he is going to help Vincentio, then great. I don't mind that. But who knows what he's going to do. Yeah, he's a grenade who's about to explode. He's taken enough. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, my my prediction from last episode is that he will be somehow used or won over to our protagonist side. Hopefully. Because that's a beef that he has with a common enemy mm-hmm. and the enemy of my enemy is my friend <laughs> every episode we need a quote and this is it i don't have a good one this episode we'll use that one <laughs> the, uh, I, I did have cheers to your beautiful eyes mm, i don't like that one sound, it sounds too hokey <laughs> doesn't <Yeah>. it <laughs> do you watch the pre-episode trailers at the end of each episode Yes. Because I watched them, and for the past two episodes now, no, 
even further than that, maybe like for the past three, for the past four episodes, really, um, there's been vintages put together as episode preview that shows a lot of guns <laughs> and a lot of guns pointing at people mm-hmm. and shooting them. But so far, we've had like two shots fired. Mm-hmm. Vincenzo, he fired, you know, some uh, some warning shots and are pointing the gun at your chauffeur. And that's it. Yep. I think those They're- ones would come later. I feel like gun scenes like that are usually the climax of the show. So it's going to take a while to get there. That's my prediction. Okay. All right. Let's not rely too much on guns yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the point. Let's use brains. Winning a legal battle. That's exactly. right. Brains Come on, guys. Gone. Yeah. Oh, I, I went ahead over to episode nine, just the first like 10 minutes or so. And I would like to just deliver a little bit of a language education or language tip, let's call it. Um, so you hear the term pabo, and in Korean it does mean something like that word, um, but it's meant to be a play on words. So uh, Cha Young and Vincenzo have come up with a nickname, a rather clever nickname for the real boss of Babel. So they're still trying to fish him out. Mm-hmm. They're trying to they're using tactics to draw out Junwoo, who they whose real identity they don't know. Um, and they haven't been successful so far, um, but they decided to at least um, identify and refer to this person um, with a nickname. So they say, oh, okay, this is the boss of Babel. So it's Babel boss. Let's shorten that to Pablo. That's cute. (laughs) And it's a play of words because the word Pablo in Korean means idiot. Oh, really? Stupid. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's saying somebody is stupid. Uh, so it's good. rather clever and you won't see that in the netflix subtitle they won't they don't explain it that's funny so that's why i wanted to relay that to our viewers that's yeah, great it's very funny yeah very smart <laughs> uh, i like that such smart writing in the show so we are at the end it's been fun it has and i'm looking forward to watching more episodes finally yep yep yep, yep. <laughs> yes we will be reacting to episodes 9 and 10 next week. So stay tuned. This has been Jackie and Bonnie on Sakura Pop. Thank you very much for watching. And remember, you can uh, subscribe, like, and favorite, and catch our show on any streaming media of your choice. And we are off. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.